Welcome to In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. Today we have a slightly different focus. Thomas Nichol is an 18-year-old concert pianist. You're hearing him right now from one of his recent recitals in Italy. He's also played in London and other venues in the U.S., but this weekend is his solo debut at Carnegie Hall. I've got to ask, are, are you freaking out yet about a performance at Carnegie Hall on, on Sunday? Uh, not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, a little bit. I mean, I just want to make sure everything is, is going to go as smoothly as possible. You don't want any surprises. At some point for you, is it does the practice and the training and the the, the technique, does it does that kick in at some point and, and, it, and all, is, all is calm when you're into the performance? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it, it's an essential thing, I think, to make sure that you can, I mean, at least run through the program and, and practice and be able to imagine yourself on, on stage and sort of in some way tra transcend your your body at the, at the keyboard, which is what you hope to happen in, in the performance. And um, so, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I'd say so. At this point in your career, is it different playing this stage now than say maybe 10 years from now um i would say in in, in a sense yeah because this is i mean i mean this is the first time and i mean well i i played there for smaller performances of, um, but this is my first solo debut at, at carnegie so it's yeah it's a, it's a pretty it's a different moment for me i think for listeners uh, that uh have been following your career listening to your to your work and have maybe seen some of the of your of your uh, recitals and performances, I know you've performed in, in London and Italy and and here in the states as, as well. What what got you interested in piano? Did uh, I mean did the parents say you know you just Thomas you're going to go take piano lessons or or did it happen or, or did it happen organically for you? I'd say it it happened as as organically as it probably could have. I I don't even know if it was thought in my parents' mind to have me start taking piano lessons. Although we did have a, a piano in the house, I kind of gravitated to it on my own um, because they gave me, my parents gave me a CD of Mozart to listen to every night when I was really little. I think one of those Mozart for children CDs that's supposed to, to make you make you smart or something. But um, I would listen to that every night while going to bed. And eventually I, I, I guess I saw the piano and I wanted to try it out myself. So I, I went to the piano and started attempting to play things by ear and then my parents started signing me up for lessons, and it was always something I, I wanted to do. They actually, at some point, had to ask me to, to stop practicing because I was getting too late, rather than uh, push me to practice. How have you seen yourself grow from your first performance or first recital to now where you've, you know, where you're, you've reached a point where you'll be soloing at, at, at Carnegie? Um, well, I, I, I mean, I can, I can see it in the, in the, the repertoire that I choose to perform, um, and I, I think that is a reflection of the, the way that my personality changes. And I, I think that my, I, I can also see that in the, in the way I'm, I'm writing music, because it sort of turns into um, more of a, uh, in, in a sense, more of an organic thing where I'm, I'm not thinking so much about how it's going to be um, perceived by the, the people who are, are listening, but more how comes just straight from from my head. 
Um, and so I guess that, that also happens in, in performance too. It becomes more of a, a second nature thing uh, when, when I'm up on stage playing or when I'm, even when I'm just at home practicing. What do you find is a, is a, is a tougher or a bigger challenge? The, the, maybe the, 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 the technicality of the piece or, the, or getting the, 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 the voice uh, correct or what, what do you find that... Well, it, it changes from piece to piece, really. Um, I mean, obviously, some pieces are, I mean, just <laughs> mind-blowingly difficult to play. Um, and then some pieces are maybe not so difficult to play, but then are also very difficult to understand exactly what the composer was thinking and, I mean, what is the best way to structure your interpretation. Um, but, it, I mean, I, I think the it, it differs from piece to piece, really. Although I try to put as much focus on each one <laughs> of, of those two sides of the performance. So do you, are you hearing the music in your head and it's coming out through the instrument or, if that even makes sense, um, <laughs> how, how do you, how do you, when you're reading through a piece of music, how do you hear, do you hear it in your head first or, or, or is it, are you taking cues from the, from the music itself when you're, when you're playing it? I think for, I mean, at least for a piece, I, I, I know, I mean, to an extent, I, when I'm playing it, I sort of think about what's going to come next. And I, I, I can I'll hear it first before I play it. Um, or, or, but if it's, a, it's a, a piece that I'm just looking at or looking at on paper, I, I, mean, I, can, I can hear it to an extent to what I'm going to be playing, but then you never know what it's going to feel like under your fingers. And, that's a, that's a big part of it too. Between the practicing and the, and the performance, what do you do to have fun? Um, well, I, I I like to read. <laughs> um, I I like to go see movies. I, I mean, I and I, I like to hang, spend time with my girlfriend, who is also a musician, actually. So we sometimes play together and get to have great discussions about music and, and so, all so sorts of things. So not so different from the average college student, then. I, I guess. <laughs> For you, what what is it that speaks to you about a piece of, of music? Do you have a is your favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite composer? I mean, it, it's a hard question to answer because I, my my favorite composer kind of changes <laughs> so frequently. Um, but at at the moment, I'd say uh, favorite is uh, Olivier Messiaen. I'm performing some of his preludes at the the concert on Sunday, and I think his his music really speaks to me because it's such a such imaginative music, and it's I mean it's of course incredibly beautiful, but it's so I, I mean it's so powerful in some ways, very spiritual and also very um, transcending too. Do you see your Audiences of people that, or maybe just the people that you come in contact with, is there as great an appreciation for classical music today as maybe in previous with previous generations? I, I, th I think the, the the difference is, is I, I think the exposure is um, because in the past and at least the beginning of the century and the, and in the last, I mean in the nineteenth century there were piano in practically every home and everybody was. So exposed to music, but I mean, nowadays it's a lot of people aren't exposed, especially young people. They don't go to classical music concerts, 
And I, I don't think it's that they don't enjoy the music, but they, I mean, it's just they don't hear it very often. So a lot of the people that I play for, whether or not they've been listening to this music for their whole lives or they are just hearing it for the first time, I think that they are genuinely interested in it, but just don't get the chance to go out and hear it very often. That's 18-year-old concert pianist Thomas Nickel. He has his solo debut at Carnegie Hall on Sunday. Nickel is a student at the New School in New York City. With this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams. <laughs>